Now, the family of Lee Matthews, who was killed in July 2004, held a press conference in Johannesburg earlier today after allegations that her killer, Donovan Moodley, may be eligible for a parole consideration. Now, the family says uh, it was called by Correctional Services for mediation ahead of a parole hearing with a possibility of an early release for Donovan Moodley. The Department of Correctional Services, however, says that there will be no parole hearing today to determine if uh, Lee Matthews' murderer can be released. So, for more on this story, we join on the line by Lee Matthews' uh, father, Rob Matthews. Rob, good afternoon and thanks so much for speaking with us here on Updated Noon. Rob, let's just start with you and the family. And I can tell you, as a mother who's lost a child as well, I know not entirely what you're going through, but I know the loss of a child. So how have you been holding up? I'm sorry for your loss. I think that you know the answer to that question. I don't think we should be burying our children. I think it's, uh, it's always difficult very difficult. But I think in your instance, Rob, it must be so much more difficult not having closure. And, you know, closure in the sense that this has been going on because of the um, appeals that have been lodged by Donovan Moodley, if I'm correct. That's that's right. I mean, it's just been a never-ending run of appeals and denials. and, And I think Closure in any of these situations is important, and 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 full disclosure, full disclosure in terms of what happened, um, and that's what we're after. That's where we're still trying to find out all those details that we've waited us for some 17 years now. And the only person who knows those details is Donovan Woodley. So now we hear that uh, there are these allegations that uh, Donovan Moody may be up for parole. Uh, the Correctional Services Department has since denied that, but where did that come from? Okay, so um, I think it's a, it's a process of of law, to be honest. So there was, I'm not sure where it got to. There's a parole hearing today. Uh, we we never we never made that statement. That was. We were having the press conference today to talk about an upcoming parole hearing, and we were advised by correctional services that in terms of the different rules and in terms of uh, two court cases that took place, that Donovan Woodley is now eligible for a parole hearing. So it's not something that the uh, perpetrator asks for. It's something that comes up as a process in law. Mm. And I, I, w- I can only imagine the sort of emotions that uh, would have stirred up for you as a family. But in terms of this uh, mediative process, uh, have you been invited since then more specifically about this service? Yes, we, we have been invited to a victim offender dialogue. And uh, we've asked a number of questions around that. What is the process? How does it work? And we're waiting for feedback on uh, some information that we've asked of correctional services. And then once we've got that, then then we'll make a decision as to are we going to go forward with the victim-offender dialogue or or, or not. Uh, So it's really in in correctional services' hands. Mm. So as I understand uh, from these processes, uh, uh, please correct me if I'm wrong, if you know any more, Rob. Uh, So... If you then do not attend these mediation processes, does it in some way give the offender the upper hand in terms of ultimate determinations? 
I, I don't know. That is, that is a question. Oh, that's such a good question. I don't. I don't know the answer to that. Um, we are fearful of that because I think that uh, these processes should be, as the name implies, victim orientated and uh, and really not uh, too worried about the perpetrator. He's gone through his system. The courts have found him beyond a reasonable doubt. Um, um, guilty of, of, of the kidnapping and murder of our daughter, and, and now don't confuse the process and make it our problem, is really our thinking. And I, I think there's another, uh, there's another point that why we've come out to the press conference today. There are so many people out there that don't have a voice. And all they do is they find all of a sudden one day that the perpetrator was out on the street. And that is just not acceptable. So we are hoping to make this bigger than just Lee. We're hoping to make it that those other folk out there that have not had justice or have the risk of the offenders being let out of uh, jail based on a uh, flimsy parole hearing, that that should stop. There should be total transparency in those parole hearings. Mm. And, and how would you feel, and I know this is a, a tough question, but... How do you feel at this stage about the fact that the possibility of parole has now arisen, uh, which means that in time, possibly, he could be a free man, uh, you know, all things considered? How does that make you feel? I think it makes us feel very angry when the the, most, the harshest sentence in South Africa gets, gets handed down and the criminal then uh, finds that he could be out on parole uh, within a limited amount of time. That just doesn't seem to fit uh, the the crime. Mm. And, and also, as you say, even to this day, um, do you believe that there's been full disclosure on his part? And do you believe that he's at least been uh, remorseful for what he did? You know, I, I think he's remorseful because he got caught. I don't think he's remorseful in the sense of true remorse. Uh, I think also the uh, he's the one with all the information as to what happened. We don't have that information. And there's not been full disclosure. And even in the judgment, the judge did indicate that there were other people involved in this crime uh, and that her um, murder scene where her body was found was staged. And those are those are terrible things that we live with and hope to... Uh, find a resolution one day. Mm. And obviously the hurt, the pain that goes with all of that. Do you believe there's anything at this stage, Rob, that would make you feel better about Moodley being considered for parole? Anything? Um, I think there would be a number of things. Uh, One is um, the type of person that he is. Um, Has that assessment been done? And is it, has he really been rehabilitated? Uh, I guess that would be the starting point. The other point, though, would be full disclosure. I don't think that you can be released on parole and this has been full disclosure and the others involved in the crime brought to account. And just a final thought for you, uh, for South Africa at this point, given what you've gone through and this entire process, as once again, it just rips off the scabs, you know, uh, from a wound that hasn't even healed. What would you like to say to South Africa at this stage? 
You know what I'd like to say? I'd like to say that there are so many of us out there, and we have the privilege of somebody listening to us. Please don't forget those hundreds of thousands of other voices out there that don't, that aren't heard. It doesn't mean to say because they're not heard that their hurt isn't great. It's just where they find themselves that they're unable to get the voice that we've been able to get. That's what I'd like to say. Rob, to you and your family, much love and light. Thank you so much for speaking to us. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. Rob Matthews, and all these years later, 17 years later, you can still hear the hurt and the pain in that father's voice, as you could hear towards the end of that conversation. No closure at this point because he feels there's been, there hasn't been full disclosure. And a very important point Rob makes in that in situations like these, it has to be victim-centered. Whatever interventions come about need to be victim-centered, not perpetrator-centered.